Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. On today's episode, you're gonna hear another live story time. Harvard story today, and not just one, but a couple of inspiring stories that I discovered during my research and my pursuit, um, during my quest, my Harvard journey, as I'm calling it. And these stories are not only gonna inspire you, hopefully they'll move you, hopefully they'll um, just get you thinking about taking some steps on your own personal journey towards your own personal goals or dreams or things that you think are impossible. When you hear these two stories today, you're going to really start to think a little bit differently. And that's my goal um, with this episode. So excited to have you guys here. Thanks for tuning in. And now let's get into the podcast. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Just got the signal. I just got the signal. The signal said you are now live. How's everybody doing out there? Good morning. Hopefully you guys are having a good morning. Hopefully you're excited. It's Friday. Maybe for some your weekend is getting ready to start. Maybe for others your week is coming to a close, getting close. It's Friday, June 12th. Excited to be here. Excited to be back. Excited to spend some time with you guys this morning and excited to continue our exploration. This week we've been taking a little journey. I've been taking you guys uh, through a little bit of my process with story time and sharing with you one of my dreams that um, is on the on the cusp, on the precipice of becoming a reality. And throughout the week, as I've been sharing with you guys, uh, my my discovery of Harvard, I've actually been so inspired and actually gained even more confidence as I'm learning more and more about um, the University of Harvard, about the history of Harvard. And so this week, I've been taking you guys through the journey. For those of you guys who've been here at Storytime, um, you may know, you just found out this week, for those of you have, who haven't been here for the journey of Storytime, you may be hearing this for the very first time, but it's been a, a dream of mine, a secret dream of mine to um, go to Harvard, to get the Harvard education, to earn a degree from Harvard. And, you know, it's been a secret because, you know, initially Harvard has such, you know, it's so prestigious and has such a, a mystique around it that when you uh, think about it, you know, for me, it's just like, it's it's like an unattainable, you know, aspiration. It's like something that you don't think um, is possible. And so initially, you know, that was in my head. But even just really kind of digging into it, because I never did the research, because I never believed it could happen. So I never thought, you know, to even really look into it. But as I've been doing the research, and I've been learning more and more about Harvard, the history of Harvard, the mystique is kind of not it's it's kind of went you know not totally away but it's kind of been a little bit more like okay maybe you know i got that thought in my head it is possible and that's where everything starts right every crazy idea someone had to think of and say hey maybe you know it's possible and that's where my you know head is now even over just the past four days because in and around doing story time and hanging out with you guys, 
I've been on their websites. I've been researching. Um, this morning, I, I spent you know all morning listening to all of these inspiring stories. They had a uh, virtual graduation for the class of 2020 from the Harvard Extension School. I was watching that video and hearing all of these inspiring um, stories and listening to some of the graduates. Um, having you know sharing some of their personal um, testimonies about the school and it's really started to kind of give me a, a more confidence that you know this is attainable and initially not thinking you know knowing that you know I wasn't a, a really a good student in traditional school um, barely you know finishing and graduating from a high school never really had any aspirations of college because of that um, but now you know years later as I'm looking at it and I you know am an educator you know I'm not an educator in a traditional school but I'm an educator in the beauty industry and my passion over you know the years of being an educator has grown when it comes to education my entire company is formed on education and I'm thinking for somebody that's so into education you know this experience of of going after this Harvard education, which Harvard, you know, it's it's the pinnacle. Like when you think of all the educational opportunities, all the schools across even any industry, whether it be the beauty industry, traditional college, wherever you're looking at, um, you're looking at all of these different, you know, potential opportunities when it comes to Harvard, it's at the top. You know, and so that's why I think, you know, for some people, you know, it might be if you were uh, uh, playing, you know, soccer or playing, you know, basketball in just like your neighborhood and you were just okay, but you weren't even really the best there. You never made it onto like a organized team. You never really, so you wouldn't all of a sudden be thinking probably in your head or even say it out loud, like, I'm going to play in the World Cup one day because that would be ridiculous. You'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, it would be like a joke. You'd probably laugh at yourself. And so that's kind of how I felt like knowing, you know, Harvard is the best of the best. It's the elite of education. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking to myself like, yeah, that'd be, that, that's, that'd be, that'd be nice. You know, that's a, that's a, a dream, but to make it a reality as I've been learning about it, as I've been going through this week, um, and I want to share some of those stories with you guys today. But as I've been going through this week, I've actually, you know, I've, I've taken like some of that fear has started to peel back. You know, one of the big things I always say is, you know, fear is the unlock. Fear will unlock if you, you know, get the knowledge and education, you know, fear starts to unlock and it starts to dissipate and go away. And so I think through even just my minimal little bit of education, that I've gotten through this week, I've gotten more inspired. And I've got my uniform, you know, my 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 shirt here that's, I feel smarter already just putting it on. Um, so this is gonna be my inspiration and this is like my flag and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be um, using this to motivate me along the journey because one of the things I learned just listening to some of these graduates and listen to some of these stories, you know, and there's people that have gone through you know, I talked about yesterday, they have like HBS, they have Harvard College, they have Harvard University, which is all these other schools, and then they have their Harvard Extension School, um, which right now, especially since the coronavirus and COVID-19 pandemic came out, 
more and more education has shifted to this distant learning and they were like ahead of the time they had started this in the early 1900s um, but that harvard extension school um, experience to get your harvard degree um, is something that you know reaches all over the globe so some of these inspiring stories and people that i met they were you know all ages of all races of different countries men women all kinds of different backgrounds some like and i looked at myself like being a business owner you know having to run my own business how is this even going to be possible and it's given me more confidence as i've learned more about it and you know giving me more confidence and especially inspired me as i've heard some of these stories of some of these different graduates and listening to their journey and reading about them and so i spent a good you know portion of all this morning just kind of consuming all this information and i want to share some of those with you guys today and you know not even just to think about you know if you want to get a harvard education um, that's that's my goal that's my dream but to think about if you want to do anything you know, because some of the, the people that I, I got a chance to meet virtually, just listening to their stories, I mean, they were, you know, owning businesses, they, you know, were parents, three kids, you know, they were a lawyer already, you know, working as a busy lawyer in, in the legal, you know, field. They were from Greece, they were from Nigeria, they were from even right up the road from Harvard, but just with their busy life, weren't able to, you know, just drop everything. Um, and go, you know, live at the college. So, but they were still able to go through the process. Some, they were able to do it like, you know, boom, 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 straight through. Some, you know, it took them years. And one of the real inspiring stories I'm gonna share with you is about um, one of those uh, journeys that took a long time. But the things that I learned and some of my key takeaways are really just about perseverance, about never giving up, about if it's something that you really want, how bad do you want it? Um, what sacrifices are you willing to make to get it? And never ever quitting. And you know, and that's something that got beaten to me. You know, from the military, like you never quit. You find a way, no matter what, to accomplish whatever that mission is, whatever that goal is. You have to find a way. Um, and and there's no there's no I can't. There's no never giving up. There's you know, it's like there's no like oh, you, you're never gonna make it, so you're gonna give up, or none of that. And I heard a lot of that in these stories, um, and it was pretty inspiring. So that's what I wanna share with you guys today, and you know, as we finish up this week. And I'm gonna continue you know, my journey and my aspiration and my goal of achieving uh, my Harvard education. And um, I'll continually kinda drop in and do updates you know, from time to time, you know, I'll be using that hashtag, my Harvard journey along the way um, from studying, you know, which is gonna be crazy, uh, taking tests, exams, writing papers, which I, I sucked at doing um, in school. Um, just the classes, online classes, when you go to the college on campus classes, all of that stuff, I'm gonna continue to document um, the entire process and, and hopefully, you know, it, it can be, it can kind of live as a, a body of work to inspire someone else. You know, maybe you, maybe somebody on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you're at listening, Twitter. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, wherever you're at, maybe it'll inspire um, at least one person to go after something that they thought maybe was unattainable. And through the example and hopefully the achievement of what I'm going after and what I'm doing will inspire them to say, you know what, maybe 
I can do that, you know, and that's been my goal in life, you know, since I realized that people even saw me, number one, paid attention to anything I did. I was like, well, if people are going to look at you or pay attention to anything you did, um, you better try to do it the best because there's so many, um, you know, there's, there's so many opportunities, you know, for you to make a positive impact. And at the end of the day, that's all you have. You can get all the money in the world. You can buy all the houses and the cars and the planes and the trains and the boats and everything in the world. Um, but if you leave the world and you didn't make an impact on anyone, did you really even matter? You know, and that's something that I think about. You know, so to be able to impact one person, imagine if you could impact two people. Imagine if you could impact three people, three thousand, three million, three billion. Imagine if you could do that. So that's something I think about and and I um I take very seriously and try to, you know, try to uh, be that because I never, you never know. Like every time I go into like one of our Paul Mitchell schools and I, you know, to speak, I never know. Like somebody in that room, you know, may be in a position. And I've had people over the years reach back out and be like, hey, you know, I, I met you in Las Vegas or in Oklahoma or California or somewhere. And, you know, something you said, it just kind of stuck with me. And like five years later, I get a, a message from somebody. Um, it, it's kind of crazy. It's like, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm humbled and I'm honored and I'm, I'm grateful for that, but it's kind of crazy. But when that stuff starts happening, then you start thinking, you know, everything um, you do is a part of your, you know, your story. You know, they call his story. It's history, but it's his story. But there's also her story. And then there's our story, you know, as as people. And we watch, and especially right now, you know, the world is crazy. Um, there's a lot of things going on from the virus to um, the racial tension in the air from the protesting and the riot, all these things that are going on. And, and not just in the United States, it's all around the world. Our story is being written. Um, but you also, if you're watching or listening to this today, you also are writing a story um, and I'm writing a story and we're all writing a story. So whether it's her story, his story, or our story, what is it gonna say? And so that's a big part of um, what I think about a lot as I continue the journey. So I'm excited to share some of these stories today of some of these people that had this same you know, dream, vision, aspiration, and just went for it. Uh, went for it, never gave up, and achieved something that they had dreamt about um, wanting to achieve for a long, long time. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna share a couple. This first one, and all of these, you can find them online. Um, these are from the Harvard Extension School, these stories that I'm sharing. Um, these are people, um, graduates, and they're part of, they have something called the Harvard Gazette, which is like their newspaper. And from that, you know, these are um, stories that I read and I just kind of, I really was inspired by them. I really was um, inspired to know like uh, what they did and what they accomplished. Awesome. So if you're just joining, if you're just popping in, thanks for being here. Um, Elena, how's it going? Hope you're feeling, feeling good. Um, hope you're feeling, feeling, uh, feeling great. Actually, not good. Great is better. And everybody that's joining, I see some people popping on and off, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're listening to this on the podcast, whether you're listening to this um, on Twitter, on the live broadcast, I want to thank you guys for being here. And these are some of the stories. So this first one, the title of this first one, it says it's a 40-year road. Um, this is a 40-year road. 
So Extension School graduate celebrates the degree it took a lifetime to earn. And her name is Manu, and I hope I don't, I don't uh, totally destroy her name, but Manu Gorishi's, Manu Gorishi. So Manu Gorishi's path to a bachelor's degree, a bachelor's degree in government from the Harvard Extension School was daunting and arduous, not least <clears throat> because it took the single mother four decades, 40 years. Over that time, she, a 57-year-old Iranian-American, who works for the uh, Marzavar Ramani Center for Business and Government, learned much and became a lesson in courage and perseverance for family and colleagues. Always an avid learner, Gorishi's first attempt at college was disrupted by politics. Born and raised in Tehran, she graduated high school at just 16 years old and went to London to study in 1977. But reports of the civil unrest in her homeland drew her back the next year, and her dreams of higher education were upended by the Iranian Revolution. In February of 1979, Iran closed its universities for what was termed curriculum reform. War with Iraq followed, claiming members of Gorishi's family. Determined to carry on with her education, Gorishi applied successfully to John Hopkins University, but was unable to get a student visa when the U.S. cut diplomatic ties with Iran in 1980 after the hostage crisis. She agreed to an arranged marriage two years later, which resulted in her move to the U.S., but pregnancy and domestic issues put a damper on her long-held ambition of becoming a doctor. In 1998, following a divorce, Garishi found herself raising her two young children. Sherry and Sean Hakimi, as both primary caregiver and breadwinner. She got jobs at a local bank and in retail sales to help make ends meet. She landed her first spot at Harvard as an administrative assistant at the Harvard Children's Initiative the following year, overjoyed to have full-time work with benefits and a nine-to-five schedule. It was a dream for me, she said. I wanted to be home nights and weekends with my kids. That job ended a year later with the closure of the program, but Gorishi found a new position at the Harvard Kennedy School, HKS, and began taking extension school courses. She first focused on the basics, like expository writing. Then, once her children had gone off to college, she applied to the Bachelors of Liberal Arts program. I felt like this is my opportunity, she recalled. This is my time. But what to study? Garishi praised Garishi, I'm sorry, Garishi, Garishi parsed the range of options. I looked at the course catalog and I would say, what do I want to learn about? What do I want to learn more about? Planning to concentrate in government, she dove into a class on the history of American foreign policy. Foreign policy was a subject that was close to my heart, she explained. It changed my life so many times. There was one problem. Garishi had overlooked that the course was graduate level. She persisted nonetheless, taking away from that class an important lesson. Help is available for the asking. 
When she began to struggle to keep up with the reading, she talked to her teaching assistants who gave her extra time and to her faculty advisor who worked with her to plot out a more measured curriculum going forward. Her advisor also helped her get hooked up with additional resources like the Writing Center as well as a workshop that helped her identify her learning style. There are always challenges between work and life, she said. Garishi's, Garishi says she was fortunate that her bosses and colleagues at HKS have been supportive. Scott Leland, executive director of the Mozavar Ramani Center, has been her supervisor for nearly two decades and finds her ambition and drive inspiring. Manu's story of overcoming obstacles and pursuing her education over many years is so uplifting, he said. She is an example to staff, students, and faculty alike of the power of keeping a positive attitude. Garishi was scheduled to graduate last spring, but in keeping with the rest of her college journey, there was a hiccup. For the first time in her life, she failed an exam. In an effort to finish her credits, she had signed up for an intensive self-study exam, but missed the passing score by one point. The disappointment I felt was unlike anything I'd ever experienced, she said. She was told that she would have to finish her coursework before formally receiving her diploma, which she did. Sherry Hakimi, who got her master's in public policy from HKS in 2012, published a medium piece about her mother's achievement. Her tenacity and creativity in the face of difficulty has been the delta in our family's ability to rebuild, she wrote. Her grit is the foundation on which my brother and I pursued our individual dreams and paths. Now Garishi is taking a breather and hopes to learn the cha-cha and study French in the spring. Of course, Thanksgiving feels like a blessing this year, she added. However, the avid learner has already spoken to her advisor about starting a certificate program with a master's degree, a possibility somewhere ahead. It is not easy, she said of her accomplishment. Like everything else, you need to sacrifice, but at the end, it's a privilege. Um, so that was a pretty inspiring story, Manu Gorishi, you know, getting that bachelor's degree 40 years, you know, never given up no matter what happened. I mean, could you imagine that? Like you're in your, your country and you're like, awesome, I got accepted into this school in America. And then all of a sudden there's tension between the two countries and they're like, actually, you if you're from that country, you're not able to come here anymore. And so your dream is just kind of snatched right out from, you know, under your nose. Um, but she never gave up. And there's a picture of her here. And I mean, beautiful, I mean, story. She's 57 years old and she just kept at it, kept at it and finally earned her degree at 57 years old. So that was uh, one inspiring, really inspiring story I wanted to share with you guys. And it, a lot of the things that are in there, you know, never giving up, um, her determination, you know, even her kids getting to see that, um, her colleagues getting to see that, the students that she worked with, you know, getting to see that, um, pretty inspiring story. And then... This next story I want to share um, is about a military veteran. He's a Navy SEAL, and it says a Navy SEAL who cheated death finds his voice. 
So this is another pretty inspiring story. So <clears throat> not many people can say they basically died and came back to life. But that's how this story of perseverance begins with a man who came back not once, not twice, but three times. Sergio Lopez, a Harvard Extension School student, faced the trial of his life about six years ago. A Navy SEAL for 17 years, the Brooklyn native was set to be promoted to Chief Warrant Officer too, and to be honored by family and friends at a commissioning ceremony and reception at the SEAL Heritage Center in Virginia Beach, Virginia. During a routine physical on the day before the ceremony, Lopez, then 36 years old, collapsed, suffering a major heart attack. He had a second on the way to the hospital, then a third on arrival. Doctors put his odds of survival at 50-50. He woke up from an induced coma two weeks later, having suffered anoxic brain damage, which occurs when the brain survives more than four minutes without oxygen. He remembered a doctor telling him that his career as a Navy SEAL was over. Barely able to speak, Lopez replied, Sir, I'll let you know when I'm done being a SEAL. As he now recalls, it was a moment of truth. They told me that they'd never seen anyone in a coma like that stand up so quickly, Lopez, 41 years old, said. I was angry and scared at the time. I wanted to rip the IV out of my arm because it was irritating me. He was in the hospital for eight long months, but his recovery took much longer and a lot of soul searching as well. I had to relearn everything, he recalled. I couldn't read, words looked jumbled, and I couldn't spell, and I couldn't drive. I was depressed and angry. I was on top of the world, a Navy SEAL going to Harvard, and I couldn't write my own name. Lopez had some dark moments. I kept asking myself, how could something like this happen to me? And I came to realize that this question was not allowing me to heal. That kind of grit and focus has marked Lopez's life from his childhood resolution to beat the odds and become a SEAL through his recovery and return to his unit until his retirement in November of 2018. Now he is turning it toward earning a bachelor's degree in liberal arts with the goal of becoming of the goal of bringing his story to the world to demonstrate that even the worst trials can be overcome. To that end, he has worked with Remo Eraldi on public speaking, which remains an obstacle for Lopez since he retains some speech dysarthria from his injury. The extension school professor and student shared a mutual admiration. Just look at him, says Araldi, who is also a lecturer in the college's theater dance media concentration. He's an amazing person. He had every reason to hide somewhere and crawl into his shell. When he talked to me about taking a public speaking class, I was a little concerned. You have to put yourself out there and be present every week. But he told me what he wants to do with the rest of his life, which is to inspire people. He can tell you what a bawling mess I was in our last class together. Lopez feels that their work together has been invaluable. 
I wanted to get my confidence back, and Araldi was the man for that, he said. He helped me to take it to the next level. He also credited Araldi with helping him get his spiritual priorities in order. I remember Remo telling me something Buddha said, that holding on to anger is like holding on to a hot coal with the intention of throwing it at someone. You're going to be the one that gets burned. Lopez family has a long history of military service, and he was just eight years old when he resolved to join the SEALs. My uncle was in the Navy in the 1980s, he said, and he told me, if you really want to be a bad dude, you want to be a Navy SEAL. I did everything I could to make it happen. I became a Boy Scout, Sea Explorer, Sea Cadet. I became a lifeguard. I got my scuba certification. I did junior ROTC in high school. The dream became an obsession, and the obsession became a reality. It's not a dream that many get to realize, Lopez said. Lopez says the Navy recruits about 40,000 people every year, and about half of those express interest in becoming a SEAL. Only 6% make the cut. You think you are prepared, he said, but when you show up, nothing can prepare you for, for the kick in the gut you get. He served in more than 25 countries and saw combat in Iraq and Afghanistan. He took his first Harvard class before the heart attacks, but during his recovery, read something that strengthened his resolve to return to his studies, a profile of U.S. Representative Brian Mast, a fellow military veteran who graduated with a degree from Harvard Extension School after losing both legs and part of his hand while deployed in Afghanistan. I was so inspired by his perseverance at Lopez, and I thought that if he could persevere through that, my heart attacks and brain injury were nothing. Lopez took a method methodical approach to his planned return to Harvard classes. He retook the school's test of critical reading and writing to give himself a good indicator of where his writing stood. He took a course at Tidewater Community College in Virginia Beach and came to campus for a cross-cultural expository writing course to feel a part of Harvard's environment. Lopez studied fundamentals of academic writing in the 2017 January session with Rebecca Summerhays. After earning his first A in introductory psychology with Tom Farchione, he learned he was an official Harvard Extension School candidate. I am not finished healing, Lopez said. The goal is 100%. I know now the journey begins. Every time I come to Cambridge for class, it is an indescribable feeling of joy. Lopez gave a well-received talk on campus during Veterans Day weekend last year and hopes there will be more of those speaking experiences in his future. What happened to me was beyond crazy, he said, but I am alive. I am here. Everybody at some point faces a situation that is dark and heavy. They may feel that they can't get out of it, but I want to help inspire people to see that anything is possible. So those are a couple stories I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, again, that was Sergio Lopez. So the guy has an entire career in the military, goes you know all over the globe, only to get to his retirement, have three massive heart attacks, lose the ability to speak, lose the ability to write, lose the ability to drive, had already started his journey 
and says, you know what, even though I'm not able to speak, I'm not able to write, I'm not able to drive, I gotta learn how to, how to do all this reading and everything, I have to learn how to do all this over, you know what, I'm still gonna do this. And so now he's, he's working his way through and that was in November of 2019. So we're I'm going to follow up on his story and see how things are going. Um, but that's that's pretty inspiring. He got inspired by somebody. You know, in these two stories, these are just two. I definitely would recommend you guys go check out all of these stories um, that are on there. If you go to, and I can put the link in the post. But if you look at um, the website, it's just news.harvard.edu. Uh, forward slash gazette g-a-z-e-t-t-e you can look at these stories and more about just people that are either in school inspiring stories um, graduates but it's one of those things where you start to really as for me as i started to like look at these stories and read these stories and listen to these stories of things that people are overcoming you know i'm thinking you know my my confidence is growing my odds of success i think are growing but at the end of the day, you know what it's gonna come down to. I mean, from each of these two stories that I shared, you can hear a reoccurring theme. Determination, um, grit, your attitude. You know, and those are some of the things at the Salon 1.0. Um, there's three things that I always talk about when people ask, you know, are you guys hiring? You know, what are you hiring? What are you looking for? And I wear this uh, wristband pretty much every day of my life I mean, it has on one side, it just says Team 1.0. And then you can see that there, maybe. You guys can see it. So on one side, it says Team 1.0. And then on the other side, it has, you know, those these three attributes. And we call it the CIA. And the first one is coachability. So being coachable. You know, being able to take instruction, being able to take guidance, being able to take feedback, being able to take direction, being coachable is a key thing that I look for. The next one is image, right? Especially in our industry, you know, professional image, how you present yourself, that's going to be huge. Um, I think really in any industry, you know, your your image. You know, if you're if you're a guitar player and you're in a band and that's your profession, look like a guitar player in a band. If you're a makeup artist or your hairstylist, look like a makeup artist or hairstylist. If you're a, a football player, look like a football player, like what your professional image is. Um, and then the A is attitude. And that's probably the biggest thing. And even listening to these stories, you know, you can hear like there's coachability in there from Manu being able to take guidance from her colleagues, recommendations from people, her professors. Um, also, you hear that same thing uh, when you listen to Sergio's story. You know, having to, you know, he wants to be a speaker. He wants to be able to speak all over the world and inspire people. Um, and also being able to, after achieving all that he had achieved, and then after those heart attacks, kind of going back to ground zero, you know, almost less than ground zero, where he's having to learn how to write and having to learn how to speak again. You know, those are things that we take for granted. If you can speak or you can read or you can write right now, you know, imagine if all of a sudden you wake up in like two weeks after being in a coma and you lose those abilities because you have a brain injury and you have to relearn that. And then on top of that, not only relearn that, now you're gonna go to Harvard and get a degree. And so attitude, that's mental, you know, that's mindset. 
And so I think that's what it's going to take to achieve uh, my goal and any goal really that you have, that anybody listening or watching has, you know, think about that. So, you know, I look at that and I mean, I'm going to be wearing this through my entire journey, coachability, image and attitude, something that I have built really our company on, um, those qualities that we look for in every single person that uh, becomes a part of 1.0, if they're there for a day, a week, a month, a year, five years, 10 years, that's something that will be a part of them really forever. Um, and, and we instill that and look for that and challenge that. So those are, those are uh, two really inspiring stories. And I'm excited to continue um, this journey. I'm excited to continue my exploration of Harvard. I'm excited to continue to share um, this journey and this experience with you guys. Um, all of the ups, all of the downs, all of the ins, all of the outs, everything that I learn. And who knows, maybe um, inspire you to take some of those steps. Maybe you'll be alongside me um, in class someday at Harvard. So um, that's our story time for today, guys. I hope you guys have an amazing uh, weekend, whatever you're doing. Um, do it do it great. You know, Stay safe. I'm excited to come back next week. Um, next week, we're going to be shifting gears. Um, I'll continue the Harvard um, study and the Harvard ex exploration. That's going to be stuff that will live like on my... Um, Instagram from time to time, I'll post updates on my Instagram story, on my Twitter, um, you know, Snap, here, where, everywhere I am, I'll post updates from time to time. But um, this week, I just wanted to dedicate um, to the beginning of this journey, but my Harvard journey continues um, and it'll continue. Um, next week, we'll be shifting gears a little bit, uh, working on some content, some of the stories that we're going to get into next week, which you'll find out about Monday morning. Hopefully, you'll be back um, with me Monday morning for story time and have a great weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. I'm going to go do what I do, uh, which is operate the salon 1.0 and uh, go to work. But it's been great hanging out with you this morning, having a little coffee time with you or tea time. Uh, make sure if you, a um, couple things I wanted to ask if you haven't already subscribed to the YFYI podcast. All of these storytime episodes, they also are on the podcast. And there's also like 200 plus other episodes of all kinds of things. Um, you can go to yfypodcast.com. If you uh, use Spotify, you can just look for the YFYI podcast on Spotify. It's on Apple, uh, pretty much everywhere. Um, and if you do listen to it and you enjoy it in the episodes, leaving a comment, a rating, or a review. Those ratings and reviews are huge because those help other people that are searching for content um, that's like what I have on there, find the podcast, discover the podcast. So you can leave five stars if you think it's worth it. Um, leave a comment, but definitely share it. I would appreciate that. And that's just at yfyipodcast.com or Apple, Spotify. Just search for the yfyipodcast.com. So thanks for hanging out, guys. I'm excited. I got my uniform of the day on. I'm going to be sleeping in this um, over the next year, probably. Um, so I can hopefully, hopefully, like, I don't know, somehow it like soaks into your, your bloodstream when you wear it and you kind of get all of the, all of the magic dust of Harvard. I feel it in here. I felt smarter as soon as I put it on this morning and um, I'm excited for, uh, for to see, uh, you know, to see what the future holds in this, in this journey. So thanks again for being here. Excited to um, connect with you guys again on Monday. I'll be hanging out throughout the weekend, you know, on all of the other social media channels. And I hope you guys have a great 
rest of your morning and a great Friday in June. So I'll talk to you guys soon. I'll see you guys soon. And thanks for being here. Bye. Hey guys, Sunny D here again. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode and hopefully you were as inspired as I was when I first read those stories. There's tons of other stories. I definitely encourage you guys to go check out, visit Harvard's website. You can find all of those stories. If you wanna go straight to those stories, just look for news.harvard.edu forward slash gazette. But there's lots of different stories from students and just the obstacles, the perseverance, the grit, the determination, and that's really what it's going to take to achieve anything in life that you really, really want. Um, so I'm pumped up. I'm super excited. Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. Thanks for hanging with me throughout this week, these last five episodes, as I have just begun my journey to achieve my dream of a Harvard education, and hopefully it'll be a inspiring story that I can share in the future and inspire some of you guys as well. So thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the YFYI podcast. I'll be back Monday morning with another live story time. And for all other podcasts, future, past, current, go to yfyipodcast.com. So thanks again for tuning in. And remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.